Hey everyone, I'm here to read chapter 20 of the Westing Game. But a quick recap of the previous chapter. We found out that Grace Windsor Wexler actually was related to someone named Winkloppel, which we figured out was Crow's ex-husband's name was Windy Winkloppel. So she's actually related to Crow. And then we also figured out that one of the heirs was supposed to be a Sybil Pulaski, but instead they got Seidel Pulaski. So it says Sam Westing had made a mistake. So now, chapter 20, Confessions. Friday came quickly to the Westing heirs. Too quickly. Time was running out. Turtle skip school. She was in trouble enough, but she could build her own school and hire her own kind of teachers once she became a millionaire. In spite of having Turtle at her side, Flora Bombach still stared at the ever-changing, endless tape from the edge of her chair, chewed on what remained of her fingernails, and uttered, oh my, each time WPP went by. Remember, WPP is Westing Paper Products. At 2 o'clock, Westing Paper Products sold at $52 a share, its highest price in 15 years. Now, Baba, sell! Doug Hu had a legitimate excuse from classes. Tomorrow was the big track meet. He jogged, he sprinted, he ran at full speed. Not on the track, but on the trail of Otis Amber. Back and forth from the shopping center to Sunset Towers again and again and again and... Hey, this is a new direction. Otis Amber parked his delivery bike in front of a rooming house and went inside. Doug waited, hidden in a doorway across the street, and waited. People came and went, but no Otis Amber. Doug jogged up and down the block for two hours. Still, no sign of Otis Amber. Doug was cold and hungry, but at least his feet didn't hurt anymore. Last night, when he asked Doc Wexler about the blisters, the podiatrist told him to see his father. His father, of all people. But those paper intersoles really worked. At five o'clock, Otis Amber skipped out of the rooming house, hopped on his bicycle, and returned to Sunset Towers empty-handed. Doug's assignment was over. Well, almost over. Where was Theo? Theo was being patched up in the hospital emergency room after a slight miscalculation in his solution experiment. Fortunately, no one else was around when the lab blew up. So remember, Theo thinks that there's chemistry involved with the solution to the problem. You like playing with explosive kids? With explosives, kid? The bomb squad detective asks. Accidents in high school chemistry were not unusual, but this student lived in Sunset Towers. I was experimenting on chemical fertilizers, Theo replied, wincing as the doctor probed his shoulder for a glass shard. The first bomb went off in your folks' coffee shop, right? Your mother and father work you pretty hard, don't they? They work harder than I do. Why all the questions? Your captain said the Sunset Towers explosions were just fireworks. Sure they were, but bombers have a funny habit of going for bigger and bigger bangs until they get caught. Theo had an alibi. He was nowhere near the Wexler apartment the day the third bomb went off. The detective grunted about warning a warning about careless chemistry, but Theo had already learned his lesson. Ouch. At last, the coffee shop owner himself delivered the order up. The judge came right to the point. Mr. Theodorakis, tell me about your relationship with Violet Westing. I have reason to believe a life is in danger or I would not ask. It was a question he had expected. I grew up in Westingtown where my father was a factory foreman. Violet Westing and I were 
what you'd call childhood sweethearts. We planned to get married someday when I could afford it, but her mother broke us up. She wanted Violet to marry somebody important. The judge had to interrupt. Her mother? Are you saying it was Mrs. Westing who arranged the marriage, not Sam Westing? George Theodorakis nodded. That's right. Sam Westing tried to involve Violet in his business. I guess he'd hoped she'd take over the paper company one day, but she had her heart set on being a teacher. Besides, Violet didn't have that much business sense, and after that, her father never paid her much attention. Go on. The judge held the witness in her stare. The subject was becoming painful, and Mr. Theodorakis faltered several times in the telling. Mrs. Westing handpicked that politician, probably figured the guy would end up in the White House and her daughter would be first lady. But Violet thought he was nothing but a cheap political hack, a cheap crook. Violet was a gentle person, an only child. She couldn't turn against her mother. She couldn't face marrying that guy. I, I guess she couldn't find any way out, except... Well, Mrs. Westing sort of went off her rocker after Violet's death, and I... Well, it was a long time ago. Thank you, Mr. Theodorakis, the judge said, ending the interrogation. The man had a different life now, different loves, different problems. Thank you. You've been a big help. Sandy was now able to complete the entry. Theodorakis. Theo Theodorakis, age 17, high school senior, works in the family coffee shop, wants to be a writer, seems lonely, can't find anyone to play chess with. Christos Theodorakis, age 15, younger brother of above, confined to wheelchair, disease struck about four years ago, knows a lot about birds. Westing Connection, father was childhood sweetheart of Sam Westing's daughter, who looked like Angela Wexler. Mrs. Westing broke up the affair. She wanted her daughter to marry someone else, but Violet Westing killed herself before the wedding. Neither parents above are heirs. I hear the new medicine they're trying out on Chris is doing some good, Sandy reported, but the poor kid needs more help than medicine. He's real smart, you know. Chris could have been a, had a real future, be a scientist or a professor, even, but it'll take a pile of money, more money than his folks could ever make to put him through college with a handicap like that. The parents interest me more, the judge said. Why are they not heirs? Sandy had, thought, had some thought on that, too. Maybe Sam Westing didn't want to embarrass George Theodorakis, him being married and all. Or maybe Westing figured he'd be too busy with his coffee shop to stay in the game. Or maybe Westing blamed him and his for his daughter's death, figuring they should have eloped. No, if Sam Westing blamed Mr. Theodorakis, he would have made him an heir in this miserable game, the judge replied. There are too many maybes here, which is what Sam Westing planned. We must not allow ourselves to be distracted from the real issue. Which heir did Sam Westing want punished? The person who hurt him most, Sandy guessed. And who would that be? The person who caused his daughter's death? Exactly, Mr. McSuthers. Sam Westing plotted against the person he held responsible for his daughter's suicide, the person who forced Violet Westing to marry a man she loathed. Mrs. Westing? But that's not possible, Judge. Mrs. Westing is not one of the heirs. I think she is, Mr. McSuthers. The former wife of Sam Westing must be one of the heirs. Mrs. Westing is the answer, and whoever she is... She is the one we have to protect. And that's it for chapter 20. Hope you're keeping track and I hope you're able to figure out who done it.